Hello, everyone, and welcome to Yearbook Chat with Jim. You're listening to the Wallsworth Yearbooks Podcast Network. Hello, everybody. This is Jim Jordan. And Mike Taylor. And we are here today. Actually, we are recording at the Texas Fort Worth Elite Weekend. And we just wanted to tell you a little bit more about our Level Up contest that uh, to, to sign up and get your entry in is October 6th, Sunday, October 6th. We want to tell you a little bit uh, about that contest. And then we want to get you thinking about how everybody from coast to coast can level up your yearbook. Yay. That's right. We want to see, and it's not, we're not asking you to make an all-star yearbook. We're asking you to set some goals and to change the way you may have done things in the past or the way the book has looked differently. Um, that could be through photo design, better storytelling. All you want to do is say how you're going to give a better book to your community. And with that, you know, Walsworth, we are committed to helping every advisor, every school do a better yearbook. And so this contest that we're offering, and it's going to come out and be selected during yearbook week. Mike, you know, yearbook Yay, week is coming up. It's coming up. You know that, that yearbook week is not just um, some arbitrary week that was picked. Actually, Ronald Reagan yes, initiated... National Yearbook Week. That's Go figure. Cool. Yeah. Ronald Reagan did that? Yeah. That's pretty amazing. Yeah, that's a couple presidents ago. <laughs> <laughs> a long time ago. That's right. Yeah, but this whole concept of leveling up your book is great because it takes you where you are and takes you to that next level. That's the right. funny thing about the story, when this contest was proposed to us, I didn't really understand what level up means. Neither did I. We're too old. It's a gamer term. Yeah. And so everybody is always talking about, let's get to that next level. And they say it. You guys say it out there in young people land. I'm 35. Jim's 70. (laughs) And that's a joke, by the way. It actually is my birthday today. Yeah. Happy birthday, Jim. Yep. And there's a Beatles song that goes with my birthday, but we're not going to sing it because we don't want to really remember how old I actually But the thing about it is, is this is a term that they understand. And level up means you've gone to one level of your, your game and now we're going to go to the next level. And that's all we're asking for everybody. You to do. Yeah. And, you know, even sitting here working with schools and working with other trainers here at Elite Weekend, I think I have leveled up myself when I hear Susan Massey talk about Bruce. what a great book might, might be and how they might make it better. And Bruce Watterson doing the same thing. You know that Becky Tate was actually telling me to get down low take a better photo, get over here. And I looked at her and I said, you know, you're teaching me right now and you're supposed to be teaching my kids. No, but I loved it because yep. I got a better photos from her. Right. Becky Tate, love right. that lady. So so even us who have been doing yearbooks right. since God was a boy. Yeah, Moses' um, yearbook was one of our book <laughs> covers. That's right. That's right. Um, we can learn and we can level up as trainers, as advisors, as consultants, whatever. So, so this whole idea of leveling up is so right on. Yeah. And we want, and we want everybody out there to have an opportunity to level up your book. And this Friday, we we talked about goal setting, and this is all this is is a goal. You're making a goal for your bet yourself, and we're not asking you to make some goal that you're going to sell 100 percent of your 4,000 school student body. That's impossible. Mm-hmm. But what we are asking you to do is take something and make it attainable. What can you do this year to make it? A better book. It might be caption writing, storytelling, whatever. Yeah, Just adding that, adding better white space, making your your layout more readable, improving your photography. Right now, to be able to do that, and this is what the the extra added bonus of this contest is Walsworth Yearbooks is going to provide you if you win this contest, if you get selected, a whole bunch of resources that cost money that will be free to you that can help you in that process. So one thing we have advisor Academy. Yep. Talk a little bit about advisor. Academy. Yeah. That's going to send your advisor to advisor Academy. So he or she can be a, become even better. We, advisor Academy is the bomb. We bring in all these advisors around the country yep. and we have great trainers there and wow, what a 
three-day, four-day experience that could be. That's awesome. And people make connections there. They, they get a network going. One mm -hmm. of the things that I've found in my own career, I've made lifelong friends that are advisors that we kept we kept challenging each other and learning from each other. And you can get that advisor academy. What so else they get? That's one big thing. They get free registration to conventions. So like CSPA, NSPA, NSPA. FSPA or TAJE or CAPAE or whatever. Yeah. Not everyone, but Not we'll let every, you pick yeah. which ones you want. Yeah, but, you but that's another thing I would say really changed my career is when I started going to the national too. scene. Mine too. And I saw, my kids saw actually, the incredible work that other students were doing. Brilliant stuff. And they said, you know, we can do this. Mm -hmm. Because what I found out in my bazillion years working with high school kids, you guys out there, you are so talented. You have so much going on. If you have a goal and you want to do the time to figure out how to do something, you can do it. Yep. And so we want to help you along in that path. They also get registrations to one of these elite weekends. Elite weekend, yep. Oh my, and let me just tell you something. We had 120, almost 128 schools, I think, by the time we're done, level up their book. Level There's up. not a single book. I was just working with a book in there Everyone. that came in and what, and I'm not, I, I don't want to say anything about them, but the difference between what they brought to us and what they have today yeah. on the second day is life-changing. Yeah. It really is. And you can see it over and over again. This is the fifth one this year. Yep. I've done two. Mike's been at four of the five. <laughs> Mike's pretty tired. But but we see this and it energizes us to see kids who come in who are coachable. Right. Advisors who take their own time to be here. They maybe they, have to they, miss a day of school. And their, and their families. And their families. Yeah. And they're willing to put that in to help their own kids level up. So we want to have as many advisors and students in the country as possible be able to come to these every fall. So we're talking, they're getting Advisor Academy, they're getting Elite Weekends, they're getting convention registrations, and there's a couple more things. There's one more big thing. And we Mike. think this is hilarious. <laughs> yeah. This might not be the best no, thing. <laughs> Jim and Mike, have pro I don't know if you've ever been able to say this. No, never. I. And, but we can say it now. <laughs> you know what we are? We're total prizes. We're the prize. We're, we're the, the prize prizes. package. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we are the prize. <laughs> That's real. I've never been able to say that. I'm a prize. I'm a prize. And so, to that end, Mike or me will come to your school. Yep. Or maybe maybe both. maybe both of us. Yeah. We can work it out. Depends upon where you are in the country. <laughs> we will come to you, and we will work with you and your students, your staff individually to help you in that level up process. Now, this is a this is a two-year commitment. Wow. It's not just one and done. No, because it, it doesn't take that. You can't get it all done in one year. No, we get started this year, and then we'll continue in the next year. So, I mean, I really believe this. If you have a staff and advisor who is coachable, who wants to really learn about the intricacies of what makes a quality yearbook, right? And then they're willing to implement that. And you have the drive to put the time in because yep. great yearbooks, people, we got to tell you, it it's, takes time. Yeah, you don't, no just, you don't just template the whole book and be done with it. No, no and you have to be a student of great design, too, of great writing, of great photography, yeah. of storytelling. You can't just be in one and done. I've got it. Now, Dow Tate, who we love, he talks about first level creativity. Mm -hmm. That's where most people get stuck. They don't push themselves to go to level two and level three and level four, where you really get to the amazing work that you can do. Yep. We, we settle too often. So we need kids and advisors who don't want to settle for yeah. the easy route. They really want to put themselves in and do something amazing. And, and we hear this all the time. I want to be an award-winning book. Well, number one, an award-winning book. Cares? Who cares about that? Your biggest award is when your student body and your school go, wow, that's a great book. That's award number one. That's number one. Award number two will come if you do it. But if you're constantly aiming at awards, you're you're going to just be disappointed. Yeah. What your your goal is to do the very best you can, and utilize all the talents that you that you don't even know that you have. Actually, what I love what I loved about advising most is every year I found two, three, four amazing kids 
who didn't know they were rock star photographers. Right. They didn't know they could create <laughs> something on a page out of nothing that was beautiful. Right. They didn't know they could tell a story with amazing words and depth of, of reporting uh, when they stepped into the class. Absolutely. And your book showed them they had that talent. And that talent isn't just for the yearbook room. No, it's it for life. It takes you through life. Yeah. Can you meet a challenge? Can you do something hard? Can you make something great happen out of nothing? That's right. That's what life is. I got an idea. Okay. Why don't we, we got a bunch of our trainers here today mm -hmm. and we have trainers that went to other workshops, yep, yep, Leland yep, and yep, Becky. Yep. Maybe we bring some of them in and ask them what we think about leveling up. Okay. How they idea? leveled up their program, what advice they might give to some of you out yeah. there. Because literally we have some of the very best advisors and consultants in the country here. You want to start with Emily? Let's start with Emily. I'm going to go That's get her great. right now. All right. back. next door and got Emily Arnold. Didn't even tell her what we're doing with no, her. No, so Emily's she, easy to yeah, jump in and do whatever we ask her to do. Um, and Emily Arnold is the advisor at Alito High School, which is here in Texas, a big giant, is it 6A school? 5A, but 5A. giant. It is a giant 5A school. How many kids? Over 2,000. Over 2,000. Yeah. Emily, how long have you advised? This is my 11th year advising. Okay. So, you, and you have taken a book or two to a new level. Right? We sure tried at Haltom, for sure. Yeah. Oh, How many years were you at Haltom? I was at Haltom advising for nine. Nine. Ten years teaching. And how did you build your program? What were some of the things you, you did to take it from where it was to the, you know, crown winning and pacemaker winning status it got to? Well, I think the main thing, I didn't know a thing about advising yearbooks until I met um, all of you. And so I think having to educate myself and that continual professional development and always understanding that everything's changing and you have to be willing to too and you have to know the current trends um so i feel like exposing myself to those opportunities and going to conventions and uh, at the state and national level was so important but meeting all of you people in the yearbook world that always know what's going on and challenging myself it began there to even know what to teach kids right but then when you start making those things relevant to kids about how this can be more than just a yearbook for one year and the skills that they need to write better or to take photography better or um, produce a product better and work with a team, all those real world skills and make that done in a way that's relevant and fun for them. So you have to, you, so you have to get out of your cocoon in your school yeah. and get out there as a teacher first to see what's out there. Right. You know, I, I look back and I might be wrong about this, but it seems like Mandy and, um, Valerie. Valerie, were your level up book. I'm going to cry. Aw. <laughs> Such good kids. <laughs> yeah. That's when I saw it happen. Yeah. yeah. It's all about the kids. It was. It was about those two. Those two started a fire. Yeah. yeah. They two. really did. Right. And the next group followed in followed. the steps. And it never let, they never let go. It's building a tradition. I'm sorry. No. That, no, it's building a, it's, a small group of people that, that committed advisor who sees what's out there connects with great kids yeah. and then the fire goes to them and they build something that's beautiful that then gets passed on to the, the next bar. year and the next year and the next year that's yeah it's about building a legacy i think yeah. so yeah how did those girls catch the fire i think they had it in them but yeah, i think did. um yeah one was a great photographer. One was a great designer, storyteller. Which which book was that? Which Helton book was that? Oh, they've been out of school. The they're they're out of college about three years now. Started with that turn book. Yeah, and then the, the turn. In a word yeah. book. Yeah. And these were good books. Yeah. But they weren't what the what what was produced after them. So Mandy and Valerie were like the the stepping stone, or no, the the, the cornerstones of greatness yeah. because it was maybe three years, even after they graduated mm -hmm. where the greatness happened. And that was, um, that was when the pacemaker hit. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, 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 and so Mandy is, as much as she has passion, that girl, 
and Valerie, great photography. Yeah. Great photography. I'm never going to forget those two. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it not only affects ago. people at yeah. your school, but it affects someone that yeah. got to work with them down the and road. And it was fun to go in there. It was yeah. always fun to go and, and hang out with your kids. Yeah. But I, can, but I can't say enough, it starts with an advisor who, you know, is intellectually curious, who sees it as this thing bigger than just creating a book. Yes. It's, it, it's a vehicle to challenge kids to find their talents, their passions. Absolutely. And then once we see that, we want that for so many more kids. Right. But it does take those first few to set that cornerstone that you talked about to build your program that everybody wants to keep that level up. They don't want to let the tradition down. That's true. Yeah. That's very true. Anything else? I mean, that was it. See how easy that was? That was awesome. I'm Thank the you. one that got all choked up. <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah. That, so, you, you, what do you, oh, okay. So let's talk a little bit about now you left Haltom. Oh yeah. And you that. moved to Alito. Yes. So what are the things that you've done to level up your new school? That's a little fresher. This is year number two. Yeah, this it, it was. It was like starting from scratch, but it was kind of seeing those, um, seeing those spark in those same kids and showing them what a yearbook can be, um, and setting some small goals that first year. What, what were some of those goals you set year one? Honestly, um, okay, we want to improve our writing, maybe elevate our design, and just kind of go from there. Maybe have complete, um, you know, team photos and try to have scoreboards for things. Just. Small things. Um, school too for all that. But, but let's yes. talk. So for the people out there, let's talk. What did that mean practically to to do better writing? How how did you go about that? What were some of the the key points that you tried to instill with the, in the kids? Last year, it was trying to implement feature writing style. Like, let's have full features. Let's write features about students. Let's make it about students instead of just the year. Just small storytelling goals. And I think this year. We, I've tried to show them, okay, every spread needs a, a story, but it doesn't have to be your traditional feature. No, right, so now right. we're taking it that, that next step. Yeah. You know, we had scoreboards for the varsity teams. Now all teams need a scoreboard. Those type <laughs> of things. Yeah. Little details. You know, that's Kind of need that's to include big. those things. Yeah. And so um, that's been a big part of it. And then reaching out to an awesome, um, Alito has an incredible journalism teacher at the middle school level. Oh. And, um, reaching yes, out did. to recruit those kids. So we brought the, those incoming freshmen up to see the high school and see like, Hey, this is a program you can be a part of. There's this thing called Quill and Scroll. There's, you know, these opportunities for contest. It's not just a class, it's a family. And we were able to retain a lot of those students. And I'm just hoping that year after year, they just, we keep growing. Have you been able to go to a convention yet? We're going to TAJE um, this nice, good. fall, yes. and then I'm waiting to hear from administration about getting to go to DC. Ooh, yeah. Maybe the administration will hear this. And <laughs> I think so. Yeah, our yeah. Is yeah. Absolutely, all over the world. You know, so so I think that's really important. I hope they allow you to go because as we've been talking about, too. going out there and seeing this greater world of scholastic journalism right. just will blow your students' Absolutely. mind. And they get a little bit of that here. How are they doing at Elite Weekend so far here? How's that, how's that been this they've time? Been, they've blown me away. They mm -hmm. have a cover design and sheets, divider pages, mods. They're ready to Worked. rock and roll. They have not stopped no. working. Right. And they didn't I had to take, remind them to talk good. to each other. Yeah, <laughs> they actually, they all had their heads. <laughs> so in, serious. But they didn't just say, oh, that's nice and, and move on. They said, no, tell me what's wrong with things. Yes. Why is it not working? Yeah. That's what we have to get them to do. Well, early on, we talked about their being coachable. Yes. How important They're it is for a young designer to, to say, what can I fix? How can I make it better? Where are we going to go from here? Yeah, your editor is like 18, Sponge. 17 going on 40. You know, it's, She's going to go out into the world and set it on fire because you can see that intellectual curiosity mm -hmm. and desire to be great. That's amazing. Yes. So. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you See, it was that easy. I'm honored. All right. All right. So here we are with our second guest. 
Mr. Leland Millette from Legacy High School in Mansfield, Texas. And what we're talking about, Leland, we're, we're talking about building your program. We have a contest that's coming up here called Level Up. And since we have so many great award-winning advisors here, we decided we wanted to get a wide variety of opinions on how advisors have leveled up their program. So you've been in two different schools or is it three different schools in your career? Two. So how would you, what advice would you give an advisor about leveling up their program, taking it to the next level? Uh, we spend a lot of time recruiting at the middle, oh, school, my goodness. Yeah. middle school and freshmen. We go yeah. to freshman English classes, uh, mostly because they don't know we exist yet. <laughs> so um, letting them know what we do and just here's what we do. Here's here's where you can read our paper. Here's what we do. Here's what a, the difference in a middle school yearbook and a high school yearbook. And here's how you buy this book, um, just so that they know that we exist. And then um, a little bit before schedules, we'll come out and say, hey, we're looking for people. Do you like to take pictures or video or what's your thing? We can find a job for you. So that's, that's a lot of recruiting, I think. Is there a lot of competition with other things at your school that you have to fight? Because I know I know one of the things when I, my last few years, I was facing a ton of competition from so many different activities. Do you face that? We have a career tech center that has some phenomenal programs. It's in a different campus that all five oh, right, high schools yeah. go to. Um, I wouldn't call it competition, but that's what it is Yeah. Um, to get those kids because they have commercial photography over there. It's a great program and <coughs> audio visual and that kind of stuff. So it's, it's hard to get kids in both um, just because of scheduling. But um, I think one of the things I'm proud of too is that most all of my students do something else from band or choir to yeah. football. I have cheerleaders, I have drill team. Um, I'm really proud of that. When people talk about diversity, I kind of include that. I know that's not what they mean. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Just that they can still do a journalism class along with whatever else they have going on. So. Yeah, I was always willing to take people with whatever they had. I'll take whatever portion of your pie I can get <laughs> yeah. because often they're so they're so important to the program. And so. I'm flexible with schedules. I have kids in the wrong class, you know, yearbook kids in, in the – newspaper class and you know photographers hanging out somewhere else so it never bothers me that where they are as long as they're there and you teach all journalism don't you yes which is which is a rarity and this is an amazing thing about texas is almost all the journalism people i know are 100 percent journalism <laughs> yeah. they don't have to teach english so yeah one of the things that leland does it's very impressive to me is you're at games with your photographers can you tell me what goes on when you go to, I don't know, um, a football game with your photographers? <laughs> well, you'll laugh at that. <laughs> um, I have a lot of girl photographers who don't know football. So, okay, so well, yeah. they're learning so I'm coaching, where to be. I'm more coaching the sport than yeah, I am right. coaching photography. What percentage of your book people are girls anyway? Like 99.9 yeah, right. or something? So, um, but it's impressive. And just, just to learn where those shots are going to happen or where the really cool – I mean – sacking the quarterback that's a great you know if we do that it's a great shot that we don't get that often so it's it's a lot of just coaching the game and that's every game of where to stand and how to how to understand what's going to happen so tell us a little bit about what some of the things you might coach them with what would be like if someone were listening and wanted to help their photographers what where do you go right away well typically i have three photographers at a game and there's one on each end um, and one roamer who kind of goes around and if the ball is not really in play on your end, that's when you're shooting the fans or the trainers or whoever else. And um, you got to know the difference in offense and defense and um, what the you know and key players, who's going to be the kid who makes all these plays. And um, so it, it changes from year to year about who the player is. But because um, we're covering more than just the football game. Uh, but I tell them that most of the stuff that makes our school look cool is that a football game? It's Texas football. I guess it's everywhere that you know, more kids are not, there. Not like, not like Texas. No. <laughs> not more, in California, that's for sure. More, more kids are there, you know, supporting and have their painted faces and everything. You're not going to find that at a tennis match or a um, <laughs> basketball game occasionally. But um, so a big portion of our um, photos come from football games. So. Yeah. Cool. Um, do you do that with like um, – Pep rallies too. Yes. What do you mean? Like help? Well, them you, you you tell them where to stand at pep rallies. Yeah, they have their they have their spot of where where to go. And okay. um, of course, they still clump. I think that's every every right. high schooler that drives me crazy. But but you'll find at a rally, 
the same things sort of happen at the same times in the same places year after year. Mm -hmm. Like if you look in our books over the past 10 years, you'd see these great shots of the senior section, people cheering, going crazy. All they have to do is, all they have to do is stand up and stand in front of them and you're going to get a great shot. They just have to get up and get over there and make that happen. I, I also want to know, okay, the football game's over. What's your system for downloading, grading your photos, putting them wherever they go so that people can find them <laughs> down the road. You know, how many of us have, Oh, I lost my card or where are those pictures? What do you guys do to, do you want the, um, what really happens or what should <laughs> yeah, happen? Yeah. yeah both. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, uh, I think that's everybody's what should happen. Yeah. So we will typically make a gallery of the bigger games, especially for winning. So the students will meet up there on the next morning. And um, of course on a Saturday morning, on Saturday morning. And the team is up there too, going over film. So that's good pictures to get. Um, so we, that's what we do is we upload and get the best to put on a gallery and kind of promote that. Um, and that then, goes on your, that goes on your goes online. On online site. Yes. Oh, so you're always thinking about the next publication you can put it to. Mm-hmm. So it has every photo has dual. And it's, already, users. it's already gone out on social media the night before with the final score or things that have happened up photo or two so that's thing. that's impressive um, yeah. Yeah. what's really fun is taking them on um like playoff games where we the goal is to have it uploaded we have we turn on the hot spot in the car and they download and upload cool. before that's the, real so that when the team gets off the bus and out of the locker room that gallery and hopefully story is already posted and um you know that's of course cool. we always target more coverage um look for the yearbook and so it's all tied together but You've been at, you've been at two elite weekends, actually three elite weekends. Two as a trainer. I think they here. call him Mister Elite. Well, you're yeah. Mister Elite Weekend. No, no I'm Mister Grouch right now. Um, <laughs> so, what did you see schools do to level up their programs? Yeah. Listen, um, coachable. Yes, coachable. that's the big thing. Is sometimes a, summer workshops are a little bit different. They come in and they have their ideas. They have their theme and it's already on a t-shirt and there's no change in their mind. Oh, what t-shirts did you see this year? No, we won't say <laughs> lots of 2020 vision. Yeah. Oh, no, uh, we, I, we have one, I think we have one theme here that has a tiny vision hint thing, to vision. Hint, yeah. but really every, and now it's changed. Has it? It's changed a little bit. Yeah. Well, good for them. But yeah. I have not in the, the elite weekends I've been at, I haven't seen them. No. No. Kids have steered away no. from they've, them. Yeah. They've known to do that. Well, that's the thing is that they're willing to, listen to trainers and I liked last week I said something which was the exact opposite of what Bruce Watterson said and first you're like oh no and I said we'll try both and see what you like that's and right. they did that and it that's came right. up being something different than both of us had said that's so, right that's right um, they were just open to everybody's opinion just to try it out and I think that's the one that makes the difference so well, and I would say you were there last week. My old school, Del Campo, yep, yep. three years. Oh I've been, my, I've been trying to get him to come to an elite <laughs> weekend or even a convention. He went to a camp once, but but he finally got it together. And it is kind of challenging to get your sure. okay from your school and to get all the forms signed, money, get the parents to be behind it. But he came, and this was really fun because I was tweet. He was texting me while this was happening and and first it took a while for the trainers to get there but once the trainers got there the lights started going off with those kids Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. i mean you can read his tweets or his his text and it's so clear the the light went on Mm -hmm. and his kids get it now and they have really leveled up to that next level by just being exposed to the level of training and they they were excited to be doing it they were excited. They were helps. very. What I like about this one, of course, I know everyone here, all the advisors, is we walk around and kind of look and help and say, "Oh, I like this. What if, what if you tried this?" Or um, so there's more than just the trainer trainers. There are friends going around. Oh, yeah. It's that camaraderie that I like. Yeah. Great reps going around. Great yeah. people that are here with their kids. I mean, that's another great thing is in all these, the advisors who are the trainers at other ones come here. With their staff. Susan Massey's in their training right now, but she was sitting in the audience a week ago. A week ago. Becky Tate was. Exactly. You are. And that says a lot about the quality of the kind of leveling up that happens here is that people come, people participate, and it's all the same for their kids. 
So any uh, some other tips about about for advisors to take their program to the next level? We talked about recruiting. We talked about photography. We've talked a little bit about coming to Elite Weekends. What other things would you say? It's um, a camaraderie that they have with each other. It's fun. They have, it is fun. Yeah. Um, Scott Winter had a great session a few years ago that just really hit me. Of He said there needs to be something different every day when they come to class, something fun, something creative. Um, they're creative students, and if you do the same thing every day, you're going to get the same that. boring yeah. stuff. Yeah. So we try, to, we try to do just different fun things from uh, I bought 250 bouncy balls, and we had a bouncy ball <laughs> war coming into class. Um, <laughs> we've, we've had Play-Doh. We've had just, just things for fun. We had the big ugly jacket that everybody wore from high no fives. No drama llama. It's our mascot. Um, so just these little fun things that happen all the time to keep them creative and keep them coming back. Yes. And He's got these two knucklehead boys. I won't mention <laughs> one of their names, Ryland. <laughs> Seth oh. brought lights yesterday, like Christmas lighty kind of thing. And he's sitting there playing with them. <laughs> the LED, just, uh, LED strips. Just yeah. to light the room. Yeah. He's, he's a crazy kid, but they take great photo. Great photo. Well, what they didn't tell you is they were, they said, we always get made fun of because we do a red book, which we don't always do. That. But um, <laughs> I'm the one that. Does. And so we're going to turn our LED lights on for red the whole time, so they could recognize who we are. <laughs> so I thought that was pretty funny. That is true. So, all right, I'm going to go get somebody else. Okay. And, well, thank uh, you, Leland. Leland yeah, that's you good. You are the bomb. Yep. I don't know about that, but thanks for having me. All right. It's me. I'm back with Jim and Yay. Sheila Moore from Macon, Illinois. I'm giving you my Southern accent now. I don't know why. And her two kids. Meridian High School. Meridian High School. Introduce yourselves, girls. My name is Hallie Gates, and I'm the editor-in-chief for the Meridian Moments yearbook. And you got a blanket on, okay? Because <laughs> it's always freezing cold. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, my name is Madison Sapp, and I'm a staff member and layout editor. All right. And Sheila, what do you teach besides yearbook? I teach sophomore English, regular, and honors. Yay. Journalism, which includes broadcast, and literature of the Bible. Oh, my goodness. So so you are not from Texas. You do not just teach journalism. You are that Jack Jill of all trades who teaches whatever they throw in your way. Indeed, I am. Oh, and that's... until this year, I was also the drama director. Oh, oh my goodness. goodness. Oh, my. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, let's see. Don't spring musicals happen around the same time as final, final deadline. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so last year, while we were ready to uh, do our three-day run of Mamma Mia, <gasps> what? we were also finishing a book that we changed our theme in November. Yo. And the change in theme required us to switch from online design to InDesign, and none of us knew the program in November. Wow. My kids came in all through Thanksgiving break. We learned you guys InDesign. Did this? Yes. You're rock stars. <laughs> well, so you guys came all the way down here to Texas. There's, yeah, right. I mean, I like Texas. It's a nice place to be, but it's also <laughs> like 90 zillion degrees right now. Why did you leave comfy Illinois to come down here to Texas. Oh, Illinois is not comfy. <laughs> it's essentially the same, just a little less humid. The roads okay. are much better here. What made you guys come to this yeah. Elite Weekend? Have you been to, have you been no. to Elite Weekend before? No, it's your very first one. Very first yes. one. Very yeah. first one. And obviously my choice would have been Kansas City. But... I had something going on at the time, oh, and this is the only one that fit our schedule. And that's nice that they fit I your schedule. Yeah, saw that you were both here at this one. <laughs> yes, oh, so you wanted to be on our podcast, and you got. And who knew? <laughs> who knew? She really did. Yeah, she walked in on the first day, and she's like, "You know what would be so crazy? <laughs> <laughs> this yeah. is great." I mean. If you didn't two see cups. it on, two cups. on Twitter, two I literally said on day one, "I am fangirling. I'm yearbook fangirling." Over Mike Taylor and Jim Jordan. Here I am. Wow. That's uh, great. So, okay. So but tell us about. But have you leveled up your book? Have you changed the, the what you started with and come up a level uh, or 10? A hundred percent. Tell us. Yeah. I want to hear. What How happened? did you do it? How do you feel? Our initial theme was shuffle play. And it actually, it came from the idea that our school is being shuffled around this year with new teachers, new staff members, new students just new programs, new classes, that kind of thing. So 
we thought that it would be cool to have a music themed book with like Spotify playlists and the way we had it played out, it seemed to connect, but it was almost like it didn't quite fit. Like we were forcing it. That's kind of how I've been explaining it to staff members. Yeah. Because now that I have to explain You're texting them back. You're texting them all your Yeah. Yeah. So now I have to explain like when you have to force something, it's not good. You should not have to force it for it to happen. So then oh we got gosh. into. I think are you're going to be training the next Mandy's year. The Mandy's and the Valerie's we talked about yeah. earlier. You're going to yeah. be training next year. <laughs> well, actually, I will be training my staff next year again because I'm only a junior. There you go. Yeah. And so then it kind of got into the idea of who are we? What are we doing? And then it kind of got into identity crisis. And it's yeah. what other people <laughs> say about us versus what we think we are. And who we are as Meridian. So that's kind of our new idea for the theme. I think the design elements are way better looking at this point, like way classier, way cleaner, and much more trendy. Was there a frustrating point between one o'clock yesterday and I don't know, about an hour ago? Yeah. (laughs) Were there tears? was one o'clock yesterday when I had to rewrite my opening because that definitely made me cry. <laughs> uh, I This is before we decided to change themes. I have such trouble cutting down my copy, my theme mm-hmm. copy, because I feel like, oh, I don't know how I'm going to make this shorter and still get that same emotion through the copy. So I basically started like getting really frustrated and I was like, Miss Moore, you're just going to have to do this because I can't do it. I can't bring yeah. myself to do it. <laughs> So we settled on, I was going to cut it for her, and then I wanted her to explain to me the decisions that were made and why she thought those were made. But it doesn't matter because we've changed anyway. Um, And she's learning that less sometimes is more. So instead of making a big thing and cutting it, I'm just doing it short. So you started with shuffle, play, and where are we now? We are now at they say, we say. So they say is not as important as what we say. So we say is in big, bold letters, and they say is kind of like... Totally leveled up. Yeah. 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 Question for you. Um, Okay, you're coming back. Are you a senior? No, I'm a sophomore. That's even better. Sheila, (laughs) where are you planning on going next year for Lee Weekend? Have you decided on that? We have not (laughs) decided. We're hoping that actually we're going straight home to make a video. Yay! You're gonna Yay. join the con. Now you don't have to go straight home to make that video. You can actually take your iPhones out into this Fort Worth, beautiful downtown Fort Worth <laughs> and start shooting your foot- footage now. You don't have to wait. Yeah, and plus it'll be cool. <laughs> yeah, a lot more scenic. And maybe you add a little TikTok to it, something like that. All right, she, so how happy are you, Sheila, about that these guys, these two ladies have decided to level up their book? I am super pumped Yay. because we are a we are such a small school. Um, and over the last several years, we have made a real conscientious effort to try to go to bigger events and try it. We went to nationals for the first time this last year. <coughs> we're, we're trying to see what the big schools are doing and, and what what is winning and what does a real good book with a lot of coverage, what does that look like and what does it feel like? And, and we've marketed ourselves really well. So it's, I'm feeling great about where the program's at. Oh yeah. And you've got two rock stars doing this for you. Yeah. Sophomore and junior. That's Their their expertise for the next couple of years is going to be. Because as Mike and I have been talking about, we're professionals. We love to do this, but when we see the fire get lit in them, that's why we teach. That's why we love to do yeah. this. How many books have you done? This will be my 14th book. Oh. So let me ask you this. Okay, that's a good question. That's then. a great question. There's a little fire going here. What do you think is going to happen after this? Well, there's been a fire going for a little a little while. Sure. And so um, I think this is the result of that fire. Okay, good. Um, I think from here, we're learning what... The importance is behind being at events like this. Okay. Yeah. That yes. in order to grow our program, we have got to make 
it work to get to things. Yeah. And so um, summer camps, fall workshops, like we, we try to attend to everything and that has made the difference. Rock on. All right. So many- okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. We're, we're high-fiving here. Well, I mean, we're, even Jim and Mike are high-fiving. We're so excited about from where you've come and where you're going and uh, we want you to keep leveling up. And yeah. We'll help. Can't wait we to can. watch your video. Uh, yeah. I can't wait to read your book. I'm excited. Yes. And then we could be at your school. Yeah, we could be coming to you. Wouldn't that be something? You get the prize package right here. The prize. The prize. Whoa. Oh, what a prize. What a prize. All right. Well, All right. thank you, ladies. Thank you. All right. Thank Ooh, you. I'm really proud of you. Our next guest is Mr. Bruce Watterson, who is one of the trainers here at the Fort Worth uh, Elite Weekend. And if I were going to say, you know, what helped me level up my program is when I got out there, went to workshops and met some of the people who knew more about yearbooks, design, writing, all that than I did. And one of the people I met early on in my career was Mr. Bruce Watterson. So um, we thought we'd bring him in here. He knows more about yearbooks than Mike and I have ever known or forgotten. So um, we just want to ask him, uh, Bruce, what what advice would you give to advisors about taking their their book from where it is now to the next level? What are some things that they can do really practical right from the get go? Well, I, I suggest first of all, greetings. Thank you for having me <laughs> yes. part of this discussion. Yep. Yep. Uh, each staff faces the challenge of how to capture the memories of the year, whether students in that student body were at attending the events yeah. or whether they weren't attending the events. Yes. It's making certain that yes. all events are covered. And that may mean that the staff really has to be on their toes. They yes. have to be there early. They have to be willing to stay late. They have to be willing to interview no matter who the people involved are. They may be their friends, they may be people they've never talked to before, but they do need to be uh, aware that this is an egalitarian product. This should yes. represent, be representative of yes. the whole student body and not just the ethic of a group of people known as the yearbook staff. Right. Well, the point that you made that I'd never really thought about before, we're reporting for people who were there who have a feeling and were there and, and understood what was happening. But we also have a responsibility to report to the people who weren't there. And so there's this sense of you really have a large audience that you have to tell the story to. Absolutely. You're taking the reader where the reader doesn't necessarily get to go. And it's the nuanced kind of reporting. It may not be the president of a club that you're interviewing. It may be a club member who gets there first, who cleans and That's makes right. ready and prepares right. for an event, or who stays late and washes up the dishes yeah. from whatever the event are. Let's say you had a chili cook-off. Well, it shouldn't just be about the person who serves it. It should be about the person yeah. who cleans up the debris at the very end, too. It should be about a satisfied customer who says, this is the best jelly I've ever eaten, yeah. whatever. You know, let's... Let's make sure that we're fair in our coverage. If we are, we're golden. Yep. What do you think of these kids? Okay, you've been to three of the elite weekends now. What do you think? What have you seen? It's an amazing event. Um, Mr. Taylor created this a number <laughs> of decades ago. And, <laughs> and, and really, it's the it truth. Is, it is the truth. Uh, in yeah. the 80s, really. Mm. And... It's burgeoned because it happens to hit at just the right time. Students the have, timing. It is. It's all about timing. Uh, the students have had uh, enough time to get home from summer camp, let the thematic ideas resonate, let the juices start flowing, let the inspirational ideas come forward and begin to be collectors of all of those things. It's time for them at a workshop like the Elite Workshop to start being finite 
about what kind of ideas will best fit the storytelling motif of the book, whatever that is. And Elite seems to do that. You take a group of people, you look at their raw product, and then it's interesting to me how on day one, we offer suggestions. On day two, we see a kind of streamlining of those suggestions. Often we see um, modest streamlining. Mm -hmm. But by the third day, we see polished work. Mm -hmm. Work that they can then actualize when they get home. They may not have all the pictures for the areas uh, on the layout. Pictures should drive those anyway. The, the right picture should drive those. And often at a workshop, you don't have all the tools you need. But if they can actualize, if they can come up with the kind of coverage angle, angles that are necessary, they're so well served, I think. And there's something to be said for a coming together of ideas. You know, yes. you, you generally have students who are awfully wedded to a notion Mm -hmm. And once you get them to a workshop and they can begin to look outside the bounds of what they thought was the best idea yes. and maybe visualize, um, maybe take risks, maybe be more elastic, more organic in the way they're approaching it, it could be that they come up with something much better by being open, as long yes. as they're not married to an idea, wedded to an idea, and it be so firm a wedding of that idea. We, we talk about it being coachable, and I, th and I think the kids Certainly. in that room are coachable. But they're I ready agree. to make what they have better than what they walked in with. And that's not to say that it isn't sometimes no. painful. Oh, no. <laughs> We've seen some pain, pained looks on their faces yeah. and in their eyes. But that's but growth. That's intellectual yeah. growth. Um, that's social growth. That's the growth of what we call a real team, a real yearbook staff. Staff members who are willing to look at somebody else's opinion, listen and really hear it, look and really see an idea that might work better and then take those ideas and decide for themselves whether or not That's they right. work best. And the part is, we want them to decide for themselves. We don't want to tell them the way that they no, should do their we year can't. No, we can't. It's not if our role. Right. If people come to a workshop like this and expect the trainers to configure a book, the trainers to design a book for them, then they're at the, work, the wrong workshop. You know, they need to understand mm -hmm. that the onus for this is on them. It isn't on us. No. Uh, we better have some kind of magic in the bag that we pull out <laughs> to help them get there. Otherwise, then we're not in the right spot. Right. But I especially like to see staff members' eyes when they realize options, when they realize what can possibly potentially be done yes. with their raw ideas. I love that. It's the reason why I continue to do this, actually. Yeah, right. It's because, the joy of it's the joy. Because you've of, been coaching young writers, oh. young designers for many decades now. Since the early seventies. Since the early seventies. Yeah. I, I yeah. almost got hit by him a few minutes ago. I called him old. Well I, I and that's a just that's justifiable. You know, I don't want to. I don't want to be known as Moses of your book, but I do think it's important that if we continue to work in this field, I'm about to believe that we've reached a kind of interesting renaissance. Mm. We are now at a point in our um, yearbook industry where we're seeing more professionalism on the part of of scholastic staffs and college staffs than we ever have. Yeah. I pick up a yearbook and I. Uh, in 2020, 2019, and I think this is every bit as good as some of the professional um, yes. magazines that are on the racks. Every bit as professional as art graphic magazines or booklets or pamphlets. There's or, some amazing there's stuff. There's some beautiful work. Yeah, and beautiful. anybody's capable of doing that. They just have to apply themselves. That's right. Our industry, likewise, has come into a renaissance as well. 
and our industry now is able to actualize almost any graphic technique that is within reason that a staff would like to see in their book. And that kind of accommodation matters. It matters to a staff. It matters to advisors. And it matters to the patrons and the students who are paying fairly substantial amounts of money for each copy of a yearbook. Right. So it's, it's, a very, it's a very interesting time, still a very exciting time uh, to be working in, in yearbook. You know, at one of our elite weekends, I was working with both Susan Massey students and Dow Tate students, and they are breaking new ground. Yes. One staff created his own, own, his own font. Certainly. And this other young gentleman from Dow Tate School is, is polishing graphic creation where he's taking a photo on a tablet and tracing it to make it look as if it's a hand-drawn photo. And some of this stuff is not just as good, but better than we see in many professional publications. And so we've, these advisors who work so hard and put so much time in have created this atmosphere where kids and their creativity can thrive. Absolutely. And shame on us if we don't recognize that these young people are so talented. They have a skill set we didn't have 20 years ago, 30 years ago, 40 years ago. They, and partially, I think that's due to our digital influencers, our technology, but their skill, they have an eye, they have an instinct for looking at something and actualizing it in milliseconds. Yep. Not minutes, not hours, but seconds. Right. They can actualize a graphic or a pattern or a headline package or any number of aspects of your booking that we're trying to get across. Right. There are tools available now to kids that they can create anything that a professional graphic artist mm-hmm. can create. Absolutely. And just go on YouTube, look at the videos, figure out how to do it, and they do. That'll help you level up. That'll help you level yeah. up. Yeah. Um, wow. We've had a lot of we've, people. We've had a great we've, bunch of people yeah. here. And if you haven't signed up for the contest yet. Yeah, October 6th. October 6th. We want you to sign up. And then the next week, starting on that Monday, it's yearbook week, the 7th to the 11th. Celebrate. Celebrate Absolutely. this great form Absolutely. of yearbooking. And go on our website. Have cake. We like cake. Have cake. Wallsworthyearbook.com. We have daily things that we're highlighting so that you can really celebrate the wonder, not just of having a yearbook, and that is wonderful, but the wonder of creating a yearbook. We want to celebrate all the great kids that are doing such amazing work. I want to thank you, and I want to thank you, both of you guys, not for being on the show, but for being here and to, to helping me. You're like my mentors. I love you guys. Complete pleasure. Love you to too. Be, yeah. yeah. Complete All right. pleasure. All right. Thank you. Thanks, Bruce. Thanks. Bye. Thanks, and Mike. Mike and Jim. Yeah. Ow, you win Jim. us as the prize. Yeah. Bye bye. All right. Or the tools. I don't know which one well, you want to go with. Or that. maybe we're tools. <laughs> yeah, we are tools. All right. All right.